Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. It was the best year yet for our lives. Uh, and if it wasn't for you, well, uh, don't worry about it. Uh, we just crossed over into 2022. And for a moment, let's just describe uh, 2022 and what it's going to be. Uh, number one, uh, it will be uh, fear-free. Somebody uh, lift your hand and say fear-free, right? And anything that I mentioned here this morning, uh, if I invented that or uh, uh, came out of my head, then uh, we can say that's a lie. But everything that God says is truth. So if we just repeat or, or state what God has says, then it cannot be a lie, right? So it's a, free, a, fear free li a fear free life in 2022. Once again, lift your hand and say, fear free, praise God. And not only that, uh, kind of close to that, anxiety free. Somebody say anxiety free. And then it will be sickness free. Uh, say that with me, sickness free. Say it. Let it come out of your mouth. You got to believe that. You say, Pastor, I've been sick for so long. Well, sickness free, right? Uh, all these are backed by the Bible. And then uh, COVID free. Lift your hand and say COVID free. That's right. You say, but COVID is all around. It has nothing to do with us. We are in this world, but we're not of this world. That's what Jesus said. Say that with me. We are in this world, but uh, we are... Uh, not of this world, which means that we are exempt. And who said that? Well, the Bible says that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. So COVID is everywhere. It could be on your neighbor. It could be on across the street, across the town, but it's not at your dwelling place. Can you say amen? And then we're going to declare debt-free, a debt-free year. Lift your hand and say debt-free. We're coming out of debt, Right. Uh, in your life, this is what God has promised. You shall lend and not borrow. Uh, that's what God says about his people. Glory to God. So uh, before we get into uh, probably the greatest or one of the greatest themes for the believer in the Bible, which is serving God, uh, I want to share with you this scripture. And this scripture uh, I want you to jot it down because it will be our scripture for 2022, and it will be for you, right? So in uh, Isaiah 58, somebody say Isaiah 58, and it's the last verse, verse 14. We're going to read it in uh, King James, and we're going to read it in the New Living Translation. Very, very important. And then he's saying, you shall delight yourself in the Lord. Somebody, uh, just read it with me out loud. And you shall delight yourself in the Lord. And I will cause you to ride where? Upon the high places. Somebody say the high places. The high places of the earth. Number one, you will ride the high places of the earth. And God says he will feed you how? He will feed you with the heritage of Jacob, your father. All right. And then he says, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. So I want you to say this with me. I'm going to ride the high places, uh, high places of the earth. And he's going to be, uh, we're going to be fed with the heritage 
of Jacob, our father. Can you say amen? And I'll explain that in a few moments. So uh, 2022 will be an extraordinary year for you if you'll be able to receive what I'm going to share with you. It's going to be great. It's going to be extraordinary, marvelous, right? So don't be looking at your past or uh, 2019 was great, 2020 was greater. 2021 uh, 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 was greater, and then 2022 will be much greater, right? And all of this comes through knowledge, right? If you uh, understand what God says, then you're going up. And you that are here, uh, you're fortunate that you're here. And it's not because I'm speaking, it's because of what God says, right? So let's read it in the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation, uh, Translation says, And the Lord will be your delight. I will give you great honor. Wow. And satisfy you with the inheritance I promise to your ancestor Jacob. I, the Lord, have spoken. Praise God. So let's look at that phrase for a moment. He says the, uh, the heritage uh, of Jacob. All right. The inheritance uh, of your ancestor Jacob. And what that phrase means is covenant. Somebody say covenant. That's what that phrase means. So when we hear the heritage of Jacob, automatically we think of his father, the inheritance or the, the covenant of Isaac, right? And then when we think of Isaac, he was the son of Abraham. So say with me, Abraham. Uh, Isaac and Jacob. So whenever you read in the Old Testament, God himself says, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So uh, God made a covenant with Abraham and his children, right? And now we are included, right? If you look at Galatians, that is speaking to the church, uh, the Bible says that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, so that the blessing, the same blessing, somebody say the same blessing, not another one, the same blessing that came upon Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Israel is the same blessing that is on us today, this very hour. Everybody understand that? So the blessing of Abraham or the covenant of Abraham, you say, what was that? Uh, because he said that we're going to ride the high places of the earth and he's going to feed us with the heritage of Jacob. What is that? What is that? Uh, heritage. Well, it's the covenant of Abraham once again, and it covers everything that you'll ever need in this, uh, this life. You'll be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, going out. That means that you'll be sickness-free. Somebody say sickness-free. That's right. COVID-free, right? Debt-free, uh, fear-free, anxiety-free, You'll be free of all the anything or that has to do with the curse. You say, well, who said that? Well, God said that, right? So he said he's going to cause us to ride the high places of the earth. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. But uh, in order for us, this only makes sense, right? Have you ever uh, got a ladder? Some people said, yeah, bro, I've never been in a ladder. Well, uh, uh, you might be this year, right? So... Uh, if we want to get to the ceiling, right, you want to put a light bulb in a high ceiling, well, you're going to need a ladder unless you can jump up there, change the light bulb, and come on down, right? But uh, you're going to need a ladder, and the ladder has steps. So when we're going to get to the high places, uh, there are steps 
that you have to take in order for you to get to the high places. So God says high places. You're going to ride the high places of the earth, but you got to take steps to get to the high places, right? And uh, every step, just like uh, over here in this uh, uh, platform or altar, uh, you're down here, uh, you got to take the first step. Now, most people wouldn't just jump up there, right? Uh, you would have to uh, take, you'd take the steps to get up here. So in order for us to take the steps going to the high places, because it belongs to you, he said the heritage of Jacob. So you have to take steps to get to the high places. That is God's plan and God's will for every child, every young person. You may be 20, 25, 30, 40, or you may be 73 like me, right? So, or 80 or 90, uh, you are going to the high places. Can you say amen? So let's lift our hand. Let's declare it. 2022. We're going to go to the high places of this earth. Can you say amen? So we're going to see a bunch of wonderful stuff here. Uh, Elaine, uh, she's running for state representative. Uh, first uh, runoff will be, primaries will be in June. Uh, Ephraim, well, he's the city attorney for Hobbs, and there's going to be some uh, going to high places because of Ephraim. You say, well, how, why? Well, he's a believer. So the city is going to go to the uh, higher places because of Ephraim. Can you say amen? And then a lot of you already have other uh, 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 dreams uh, that you've dreamed up where you're going to the high places. Can you say amen? Uh, but we have to take steps, right? And uh, uh, there are certain elements uh, in order for you to be a candidate to move up. Right? Some people say, well, we're just going to go up. No, you got to take steps. God has steps, right? So he describes it this way in 2 Corinthians uh, 3 we go from glory to glory, from faith to faith, uh, Romans 1 17. So it's not luck. Somebody say, it's not luck. It's not luck. If you get to the high places, it's not going to be luck, right? Uh, you're going to go up there because you did something, right? Because it's all a covenant. Somebody say it's a covenant. And covenant means God has his part and you do your part. And if you don't do your part, on, uh, although God has done his part, you're not going nowhere. But if we uh, do our part, you're going to the high places, right? If nobody in Hobbs goes up, you're going up. Give the Lord a great praise heaven for that because we're going up. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm not worried about people. I'm not worried about people. They said, I don't want to go up. Well, don't go up, right? I'm going up. I'm blessed, and I'm going to keep on being blessed. Can you say amen? But in order for us to go up on these steps, in order for us to get to the high places that God speaks about, uh, you have to be appreciative, right? Uh, appreciative. you got to be a praiser. you got to be appreciative uh, for where you're at, and what you have. Some people are always murmuring, not you, but there's people who are always murmuring, complaining. I don't like my old car. Well, uh, you're not going to get a better one if you don't praise him, right? That's it. So you got to thank God for where you're at and what you have and be appreciative. Said, man, I don't have the best car, but thank you, Lord, right? I don't, I'm living in one room house, 
right? One, uh, one room apartment. But I thank you, Lord, that I'm going up. I just praise you for what I have and where I'm at. Can you say amen? So if you're appreciative, you're going up. There's some people you'll, uh, you'll never satisfy them. God can't satisfy them because they're not happy. They have a big old long face, right, <laughs> and never praising God. And they're always complaining for what they don't have and where they're at. But to be a candidate to move to the next level, uh, you have to be appreciative. And then number two, which is very important, other variables and other elements, but uh, there has to be revelation, right? So uh, without revelation, uh, you can't change positions. You cannot. Without light, can you imagine if they, they turned off all the lights in this building and there's no light coming from the outside and it's pitch dark, you can't really climb over these steps because you're going to stumble and fall, right? You might uh, kill yourself. Uh, but uh, 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 we need light. Without revelation, that's what the revelation is, uh, it's light. So without light, you're not going up. But uh, to sum up, uh, uh, our going up uh, is one word or this phrase, serving God. Somebody say serving God. Ser serving God uh, covers everything that you'll need in order for you to go up to reach the high places of the earth. So when we're talking about uh, uh, serving God, uh, we know that it's not a waste of time. Somebody say it's not a waste of time. No, it is an investment to serve God. So uh, serving God, uh, not only does it pay the best, but it pays the most. So if you... Uh, want in your life to receive the best and the most of this life, you'll want to serve God. It is an investment. It's not, a, it's not wasting your time to serve God, all right? To serve God is an investment. Somebody say it's an investment. Say it again. It is investment. Now, the return on your investment, listen to me now, it is beyond anything that you could ever imagine, okay? The return on that investment. The Bible speaks about a 100-fold return, a 60-fold return, a 30-fold return, even a 1,000-fold return. Can you imagine a 1,000-fold return in your life, what your life would be, right? Some people are not having any return. You know why? They're not serving God. Uh, serving God is not religious activity, all right? Or it's not just being a Christian and sitting like a frog on a log, right? No, serving God means you're going up the steps and you're taking steps to get to the high places. Give the Lord a great praise of him for that. Praise God, amen? And I'll give you an example. And I know uh, if you don't read the right material, you might think he was fake because... Uh, 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 this guy became great. He, will, he became the richest and probably is still the richest man that it was ever, uh, 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 the richest American, right? USA citizen, the richest in the history of the United States. And that was Rockefeller, uh, John D. Rockefeller. This guy became so great 
that the government had to step in and break up his company. That's how big he was. I mean, it, it was huge. At one time, he was refining 90% of all the oil of the United States. 90%. So he had a monopoly. And then when the government broke him up, he became richer. <laughs> so how could that be me? He got richer. And you say, that's luck. No, this guy was a devout Christian, uh, John D. Rockefeller. Uh, his was taught by his mom or his parents from a very early age. And uh, by the time he was 19, now that was in the late 1800s, uh, in, uh, when, he, when he was 19 years, he died in 1937, but the age of 19, he was running, uh, he started his own company. And I think the first year, uh, he grows $400,000. That's in the late 1800s. Can you imagine gross? I'm not, not net, gross money coming in, right, without paying the bills yet. But he grows $400,000, man. So how much money is that? That's a lot of money now. A lot, a lot of money. And then he go, went on to become richer and richer and richer. This is John D. Rockefeller. Richer and richer and richer. He said, uh, well, I, it was just luck. No, he served God. And I'm talking he was a devout Christian, genuine, not fake now. Now, uh, you can't give 10% of your money and, and somebody say you're fake, right? Because most people now don't give 10% of their money. But he gave 10% of his first dollar and then the millions and millions, uh, he would get 10% uh, and give it to, to God's work. And to charity, man, this guy was just, um, um, it was making money. Uh, but also, apart from giving, uh, he was serving God. He had, uh, I think, two Bible studies, and him and his wife, he led one of the Bible studies. Here's a billionaire. He had a Bible study during the week, went to a uh, Wednesday service. Uh, every Sunday he was in church, uh, uh, just like uh, Truett uh, Cathy of, uh, of, uh, of uh, Chick-fil-A, and then Hobby Lobby, these billionaires. He said, well, it's luck. It's not luck. But uh, besides the money, all right, besides the money and the uh, billions that this guy received in his life, can you imagine how rich he was? This guy was rich, man, rich, richest man in the United States. Just money and money and money, right? He couldn't even count the money that he had. Uh, besides that, serving God uh, has returns way and beyond uh, the money, beyond anything you could ever imagine. Now, let's look, because serving God pays the most. Somebody say, pay a, uh, serving God uh, pays the most. And it pays the best, right? Now, I'm going to give you a scripture here. And there's nobody in the world, no organization, no agency, no clinic, uh, no government agency that would ever offer or dare to offer what I'm going to share, uh, share with you tonight, uh, this morning. They could not, they wouldn't offer that. They'd get sued if they offered you that, much less deliver it to you, right? But God has promised, and he said, I'll deliver it to you if you'll serve me, right? 
Now, God's not looking for people to serve him uh, because he has a need. God has no needs. He, he wants you to serve him so that he can enrich you, so that he can uh, take you to the high places, so that he can bless you. Uh, you're not doing anything for God. Some of you say, well, God wants me to serve him because he needs help. God doesn't need your help. He's God. Can you say amen? Okay. Now look at uh, Exodus 23. All right. Exodus 23. Ex Exodus 23, uh, verse 25 and 26. So shall you serve the Lord, your God, and he will do what? He will bless your bread and water. Is there somebody that can do that for you? Is there anybody that can offer you that? He said, I'm going to bless your bread and water. You'll never get sick because I'm going to bless your bread and water. Well, God says he will do that. Number two, he said he would take sickness uh, away from the midst of you. Is there somebody or some clinic, Mayo Clinic, the best hospitals in Texas? Can they give you that? Can they come up to you and say, I'm going to take all sickness away from you? No, there's no way. Nobody's going to be able to do that for you, right? But God said, I will take sickness away from you if you serve me. Number three, he said that uh, no one would suffer miscarriage uh, or abort or be barren in, the, in your land. And then he said, I will give you longevity. I will give you a long life. Is there somebody that can, promise, uh, can guarantee that, that you're going to live a long life? Huh? Can, can, uh, does, can anybody guarantee that you're not going to die in 2022? Well, God says that we're not going to die. He said that uh, I will fulfill the number of your days. Lift your hand and say, I'm not going to die this year. Did everybody raise your hand or some of you want to die? Well, if you want to die, well, we'll pray for you, okay? Lift your hand and raise it up. Not like this. Raise it high, man. Raise that thing. Say, I will not die. I'm not going to die this year. Say, Pastor, are you dying? No, because he said he's going to uh, fulfill my. Who can do these four things? Is there anybody? Can anybody say, I'm going to bless your bread and water. I'm going to take away sickness from you. I'll take COVID. COVID can't get to your house or any of this stuff. Uh, but how about Omicron? Not Omri or Jimmy Khan, right? None of that. None of that junk is going to come our dwelling place. For he said, uh, no plague will come near your dwelling place. Can you say amen? Come on, let's give the Lord another praise offering for that. Praise God, right? I shall live. Psalms 118, verse 17, I shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Can you say amen? Okay, now, everybody look at me now. What if a believer became rich? Well, you still serve him. All right? Well, what if you become really important, really important in a city or in a county or in the state? What if you become real important? You serve God. Right? What if you become really educated? Huh? You still serve God. Does everybody understand? The believer serves God. Because uh, it doesn't matter how important you are, how rich you are, uh, how educated you are, those things that God offers will not come any other way. Does everybody understand that? Well, what if you become really busy? Huh? You said, well, I'm going to school. I tell, I tell you, I, I know what it is to be busy. When I came out of the, uh, the Army, out of Vietnam, 
uh, I was um, at one point, uh, it's not good to do this, but I was working full time, I was pastoring a church, and I was going to school. And some days I would walk around like a zombie. Where am I, right? Am I in Taos? Or am I in Española? Or am I in Santa Fe? I didn't know where I was sometimes. That's not good to do that, right? But that was busy. But I've got a hold of God, and I said, I'm going to serve God. Because I know that everything I'm going to receive in this life uh, is beyond anything that anybody could give me, and I'm going to serve him, and I won't receive that. Can you say amen? Praise God. So even if you become really busy, you said, no, I'm a really busy person. I can't serve God. No, really? Huh? Was Rockefeller busy? Hmm? Was uh, Truett Kathy busy? Two th- over 2,000 restaurants? Huh? And he was teaching a Sunday school class every Sunday? And you don't have nothing to do and you don't do nothing? Huh? No wonder Christians don't go up the ladder. He said, high place, I've never been there. Well, you'll never see it if you don't serve God. But if we serve God, we're going to go to the high places. Lift your hand and say, I'm going to the high places. Come on, say it, I'm going to the high places. I am, praise God, right? So uh, number two, okay, serving God doesn't make sense. It really doesn't to the natural mind and the carnal mind. He said, serving God. I'm not going to be serving God. I don't have time for all that, right? Well, to the natural mind and the carnal mind doesn't make sense, right? But it makes wise the person. Look at what it says in Proverbs 3.35. He says, the wise inherit what? Honor. Somebody say, the wise inherit honor. But fools are put to shame. You want honor in your life? You want God to honor you? Huh? Then uh, if you want God to honor you, that means he's going to favor you. That means doors are going to open. That means that you're going higher and higher and higher in this world. Then you're going to have to serve him, right? And when we serve God, it doesn't make sense, right? Because people are say, what? You're going to church, man. You're wasting your time. We could be seeing the ball game, right? You're not making no money seeing no ball game. Right? Matthew 7, 24 says, Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, but a person who builds a house on a solid rock. Uh, But like a person who builds a house on a solid rock. Number three, serving God may not make sense, but it guarantees that all things will turn around for our good. Remember Romans 8, 28? For we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and called according to his purpose. Right? Romans 28. Somebody say Romans 28. In other words, look, we are not exempt. I'm exempt from the curse, but I'm not exempt from uh, uh, challenges and problems. Challenges and problems are going to come in 2022. But every, not everything comes from God, but anything that the enemy might throw against me, God says that if I serve him, he's going to turn around, make a turn that situation around for my good. Can you say amen? That's it. Everything. How many things? He says all things. Somebody say all things. Work together for good to them that love God and called according to his purpose. Listen, serving God pays. It pays. It pays big time. It pays the most. Right? 
And if Christians, I'm talking about Christians, if, you, if Christians knew that secret, they'd start serving him. Right? In a few moments, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, uh, to uh, tell you what that means. Because people, a lot of people have all kinds of ideas about what serving God is. Right? But uh, serving God really doesn't make sense. But, wow, God promises that if you'll serve him, you'll turn things around. Yeah, but I'm rich now. <laughs> oh, really? You're going to have to serve God. I'm really important. Oh, really? You're really important? You have to still serve God if you want what God has for you. I'm a real busy person, right? No. We, we're going to put God first. You know why a lot of people are not here? Because they don't know anything about serving God. If they knew uh, what I'm sharing with you this morning, this place would be jam-packed because they said, I'm not going to miss out. <laughs> I'm going to get what Rockefeller got. Him and his wife teaching Bible studies, going to church, uh, billionaire, you know, making money, going bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. But he served God, real humble guy. And all these other guys, they served God, right? Serving God may not make sense, but it makes champions. Number four, look what uh, Revelation 12:3 says. He says that we're going to be like stars. Right? He says, those that are wise will shine as bright as the sky. Another translation says they're going to be like stars. Right? And those that lead many, uh, don't forget this phrase, lead many to righteousness will shine like the stars forever. Right? Those that are wise should shine as bright as the sky. How are they going to shine? They're going to shine like stars. Right? Uh, when you serve God, it don't make sense. But God will make a champion out of you. Look what he did with David and all the people. And look at this guy. Uh, Rockefeller was not born uh, rich. He was supporting his mother. <laughs> supporting his mother. With, he'd go to, he went to work real young to support his mom. I don't know what happened to his dad. But so to support his mom, he had to go to work at 12 or 13. Something like that. He'd go out there and work. Make 50 cents a week to support his mom. He'll make a champion out of you if you'll serve him. Does everybody understand that? It doesn't make sense because people say, don't serve God. That's crazy, man. Why should we go to church and serve? Yeah, it don't make sense. But he'll make a champion out of you. If, if, you're, not, if you're tired of just living the same old life, right? That's it. Uh, you need to go up. Serving God, winning souls, following up on them. It's the platform. Uh, it's the covenant's platform uh, to, uh, to raise up champions. Can you say amen? Number five, serving God may not make sense, but watch this. It guarantees access to supernatural blessings. Look at Job 36, 11. He says, if you'll obey me and serve, uh, if you'll obey and serve him, say that with me. If you will obey and serve him, say it again. If you will obey and serve him, they shall spend their days. He's talking about your whole life, your entire life. You will, they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Wow. Can anybody in the world offer you that? Huh? Does anybody offer you that? 
Can a school go, uh, offer you that? You said, I'm going to go to school and just get a, a degree. Yeah? What is that going to do for you? Hmm? Apart from God. You'll have a degree. <laughs> I've met a lot of people with degrees. They're big losers. Not you, but there's a lot of losers out there. They're perverted people. They're divorced three or four times. But they're educated, right? Yes. They're uh, pedophiles, <laughs> but they're educated. They're thieves, but they're educated. No, school's not going to do this for you. Only God can not only offer it to you, he's the only one that can deliver that to you if you'll serve him. Can you say amen? Isn't God good? Isn't he great? We're going to serve God in 2022. Just the people that we have here this morning, if we, just this bunch, that say, we're going to serve God in 2022. Man, I'm telling you, we're less than the 12 disciples. Uh, uh, we're much more, than the, uh, much more than the 12 disciples. Imagine what, what we're going to do, the impact on the world just by serving God. You don't have to have abilities. You don't have to have education. Uh, if you don't have it, you don't have to be the smartest person on the block. But if you'll serve God, you're going up. This uh, Truett Cathy, uh, he said that he had a hard time finishing high school. And also this guy from Hobby Lobby, they're billionaires. He said, I had a hard time. I was a C student. Billionaires. Can you imagine how much money they make? Billions, five or six billion a year. <laughs> These guys, money, man. They're, you know why? They got the secret. They got insight. They, they started working and serving God. Can you say amen? Uh, so you say, well, what about my age? Has nothing to do with age. There's no limitations. Lift up your hand and say there's no limitation. None. No zero. Uh, don't matter your past. Doesn't matter the color of your skin. Somebody say, well, I'm black. I can't. Or I'm a Mexican and I can't. I'm this. Listen, put that junk away. Right? It has nothing to do with the color of your skin right, uh, your race, or where you came from, who your parents are, none of that. There is no limitations. Anybody can go to the top, to the high places. Somebody say the high places. And there's enough room in the high places for everybody. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. He said, no, it's already full. No, it's not. Not many people get there, and even if there was a, a, a millions and billions of people up there, there's still room for you to go to the high places. Can you say amen? That's it. We're going to the top, right? We're going to change this world. Praise God. So it doesn't matter your age either. You say, well, I'm 70. Oh, Pastor, I'm like you, 73. I'm just beginning. <laughs> I'm just beyond 73, man. I feel like 30 or 20 every day. That's it. I got energy like a 20-year-old. Some 20-year-olds walking around, they can't even move. But uh, it has nothing to do with age. Does everybody understand that? None. Zero. Young, old. And if you'll serve God, watch the promise here. This is, this is powerful. Psalms 92, 13 and 14. Those that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall bear fruit. They shall still. Be, they will. They shall still bear fruit in old age. Wow! 
they shall be fresh and flourishing. Not going like this. Huh. Yeah. Look at God picked up Abraham at what age? Seventy-five. Most of you say, Abraham, no, Abram, Abram, go sit over there in your living room. It's retirement time for you. We don't retire, folks. You may change job, but there's no retirement. You, if you sit there at your house and you say, I'm retired, you're going to die. You're going to die this year if you're, if you're just sitting there doing nothing. Can you say amen? That's right. We don't retire. So we have the promise, even in old age, you're going to flourish. You're going to flourish at 50. You're going to flourish at 60. You're going to flourish at 70. You're going to flourish at 80. You're going to uh, flourish at 90, right? You say, well, I want to live to be 100. Well, uh, Rockefeller, his goal, watch this now, because he knew the Lord. His goal was to live 100. Uh, at the age of around 50, he got deathly sick. And God was dealing with him. He was kind of taking some side steps, but at the age, around 50, he got deathly sick, and he thought he was going to die that year. He got really sick. But he made, uh, made it right with God, uh, and then he went on to live 97. 97 years, uh, but his goal was 100, but he almost got there. 97, and still making deals, everything, man, at 80. 70, it was nothing for him, 80, 90. Abraham was 75, went on to live another 100 years, 175 years. And you're saying, I'm 30, I can't even, man, you better uh, wake up, right? That's right, you got, a, you got a long life. You better start moving this year, praise God. Let's give the Lord a great praise for that. Thank you, Jesus, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So here we are. Uh, what does serving God mean now? Huh? Because I've heard people say this, uh, I serve God at home. Oh, really? That's not serving God. I serve God right here in my, my own way. We're not talking about your way. We're talking about God's way. What does it mean to serve God? Well, serving God for the believer is two major things. Listen to me real carefully. If you want what God has for you, serving God for the believer is two major things. Number one, you serve God in the house. Somebody say, serve God in the house. Say it again, serve God in the house. That's it. That's, that's serving God. Number one, serve God in the house. And then when you're not in the house, the house of God, listen to me now. You're out there sharing the gospel and working on people and talking to them and being a testimony. You don't have to know the whole Bible. Just tell them what God has done in your life, that you were a pervert and God redeemed you, right? <laughs> that's it. Oh, that you were a thief, and God changed your life. Can you say amen? And that you were a weirdo, and God changed you, right? You were an adulterer, and God changed you. That's what it means to serve God. That is the heart of the kingdom. That's the heart of God. For God 
so loved the world, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life, right? And then 2 Peter uh, 3, 9, he says, uh, I think it's First Peter, uh, 2 Peter 3, 9, uh, uh, he says the Lord is not really slow about uh, his promise, as some people think. No, he's being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. You see, he wants everybody in government. Listen, in government. In education, in business, he wants all these people saved. And that's what it means to serve God. You say, well, Pastor, all these things like what God says here, I've, that's not a reality to me. I have not experienced those. I haven't even climbed the first step to the high places. Well, you're a candidate to move up to the high places if you'll serve God. If you don't serve God, you'll be on level zero. <laughs> level zero for the rest of your life. You see, and people make all kinds of shoes. say, I'm not going to church today because it's 20 degrees. Really? 20 degrees? They're not, they're not going to go to church. No wonder they're not blessed. And no wonder uh, the Bible is... Uh, fairy tale to them it's not real it's a fantasy that's why people say business is business and church is church have you heard that right you know why because it's not real to them no you're only one person right unless you can divide yourself no you're only one person you're Christian here and Christian everywhere. And people have to know that. And then when they ask you, you'll say, this is what happened in my life. I invite you to come to church. I invite you to serve God. So to, to serve God, you got to serve him here in the house and outside. You're always winning people to the Lord. And then Jesus said this, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And how many things will he add to you? He's going to give you everything. Have you, in my little short life, I've seen a lot of Christians, they're all messed up. I'm not talking about the world. I'm talking about Christians. They're all jacked up, messed up. <laughs> oh, and they can't pay their bills. They're always sick and talking about COVID. They got COVID and Jimmy, Jimmy Cron, Omicron, everything. You know why they don't serve God? And they're coming around with a big old sad story and a long face and uh, wondering about uh, this and this. No, we got to serve God. Can you say amen? God cannot lie. We're going to serve him. And if you serve him, you're going up to the high places. Where is that found? Isaiah. Say it with me. We're going to put it up there one more time. Isaiah 58, 14. Isaiah 58, 14. Uh, stand up with me and let's uh, say it out loud. Then shall thou delight yourself in the Lord, and he will cause you to ride upon the high places of the earth, and he will feed you with the heritage of Jacob, thy father, for the mouth of the Lord. Who spoke that? The Lord spoke it. Did the pastor say that? I didn't say that. The Lord said it. Praise God. Now let's do this. Hold hands. 
Let's hold hands and let's pray one for another. There you go. Give me those lights there, please. If you'll give me some music back there, please. Raise it up a little bit more. There you go. Just raise it up a little bit more. There you go. Just raise it up a little bit more. And let's just pray one for another. Speak a blessing now. 2022 is here. And I have not given you this morning theory. It's not theory. It's a reality. It can be real to your life if you will serve God. If you'll serve God. Say, what can I do, Pastor? Well, do what Rockefeller did and Truett Casey and David Green and all these others. And they're billionaires. They're, they're busy people. Busy, busy people. Yet, they take time and said, no. It all hinges on me serving God. My money is, my business, my family hinges on me serving God. If you don't serve God, you'll not make it. You won't. You'll be there for year after year. But if you'll serve God, you're going up. Praise God. Pray one for another. Would you please just pray one for another? Pray. There you go. Pray one for another. Declare that blessing upon your life. Thank you, Jesus. People are going to ask you, what's your secret? I see you. You're going from, from glory to glory. You're going from, from position to position to position. You're getting better and better. Wow. What's your secret? Your family members are going to ask that. How, how did you do that? You say, well, it's real simple. I serve God. I'm active. Do you understand what it means to serve God? You're active. Not just coming to church and walking out and I'll see you next Sunday or maybe for Easter. That's not serving God. Serving God is working in the house of God. You have some, you're doing something in the house of God. Then outside, you're sharing with people, winning them and establishing them in the, uh, in the, in the things of God. That's what it means to serve God. Now that you know what it means to serve God, then nobody has an excuse, people that are here, but your life is going to change now. I declare this morning that your life is going to be fear-free now. It's going to be a fear-free life, anxiety-free, uh, sickness-free, COVID-free. <laughs> Pastor, it's not logical. No, it's Bible. It's Bible sense. And I declare that you'll be debt free. Your life is about to go up in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. And if you have children that have already grown up, you better tell them. You better tell them about the secret. Because they're going to struggle in life. Not serving God is a struggle. You're going to struggle all, all the time. All the time. You've already struggled enough. You've struggled for years. Now it's time to quit struggling and get a hold of this in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Now lift your hands. Now everybody lift up. If you want to lift both of them, just start thanking God. 
for where you're at, for where you're at, and for what you have. Because when you start praising God and you're appreciative, you're going to go higher. You're going, you're a candidate for the next level. The, the life in God is level after level after level after level after level after level. Level after level. That's the kingdom of God. And you climb by being appreciative and by having light. Until light comes, you cannot move up. Until revelation comes, you cannot move up. But when you have revelation, you're going to move up. Praise God. 